Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring Drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I know Kung Fu. You know, baby. Fists of Fail. Well, I have one complaint I would have for this movie. What's uh, up? On Haya, which is, it's only an English dub. Boo. <laughs> yeah, pretty bad. Pretty bad. It's I mean, only I'm, a complaint. Yeah, I don't want to be one of those people who just, like, hates anything dub because there can be some yes. decent dubs. Obviously, I always prefer the original language, but this is all we got. And the dub is awful. <laughs> so oh, that was pretty bad. It's, it's pretty, pretty bad. bad. It's funny at times, which kind of helps the movie. Because everybody sounds god-awful, with the exception of the villain, who actually sounds like a legitimate voice actor. And then I, sure. think, I think the voice actress who plays Red Bean, the female lead, is probably also a voice actor. Because their voices actually sound pretty distinct. Yeah. But the guy playing Jet Li is so bad. <laughs> oh my god. The fact that Oof. they're trying to match the lip movements makes it sound even worse. Yeah. It makes him sound mentally challenged almost. Like or he's like <laughs> out of breath. Or Shatner-izing. he forgot his, Yeah, or he forgot his lines. <laughs> yeah, I like to call it the Shatner effect. It's I don't think that is a good idea. Yeah, but see <laughs> with like Shatner. A lot of pregnant pauses. Yeah, I mean with the pregnant pauses with Shatner, at least it's deliberate. Yeah. Here it it really does sound like the person is either exasperated and mm-hmm isn't able to get the vocalization out or they forgot what they were going to say and that quick pause is there because they really don't know what's coming next yeah the, the worst effect that comes from this is that jet, oh okay well okay we watch the film and i actually find jet lee's character the main character of the movie to be very boring yes <laughs> very boring very unlikable um, and I don't know if that's a, a side effect of the stilted voice acting. He also sounds like this the entire day. Like, kind of like, um, what's his face from, oh, God, I forget the actor's name, um, from the first Mortal Kombat, Raiden, the, the actor, oh, Christopher Lambert. Christopher right, Lambert. right, right, right. Yeah, um, he makes me, it's like channeling that kind of energy. And it's like, it just doesn't I mean, work it's, for a it's main not character. In, it's not intentional. It's definitely the voice actor trying to match the lip movements it's very Mm -hmm. evident you can see a lot of the other voice actors do it as well but it's just so obvious with jet lee's character for some some reason i guess because he gets a lot of the up close shots when he's speaking so it you just see him beginning to talk and then stop and then continuing to talk it's (laughs) it's unfortunate that this is we can we can only watch it undubbed in haya there's no Mm -hmm. Cantonese version of this anywhere actually if you look on other streaming sites that do host this movie they also only host the dubbed version oddly enough so I wonder if there's some sort of licensing rights or something going on with the Cantonese version who knows yeah my my guess is okay so to reiterate so this the title of the movie we're talking about today we haven't even talked about that yet is 
uh, Legend of Red Dragon. I think The Legend of the Red Dragon. Um, and there's an alternate title for this movie, which is The New Legend of Shaolin. I'm not entirely sure which is the version that would be constituted as like the original version, right? So it's I'm the new legend of Shaolin. That's the original. I'm pretty positive that's the original translated mm -hmm. title. Right, right, right. So this is like 12 minutes shorter than the original version. And I'm wondering if maybe if you, I mean, you said you you searched for the other title and you still couldn't find anything, right? So I don't yeah. know. Yeah, the oh, the dub's pretty bad, but but I mean, since we we are what. Is there a butt? Do you have a say, butt? I have a I was going to say, but the movie is actually really enjoyable. <laughs> um, I, hmm, I didn't love the film, but I think the movie has ridiculous enough qualities to it where you can have, you can enjoy it at times. But there's here's my butt. The movie is a Wong Jing film. Now, <laughs> I, mean, right I have off the a bat. <laughs> yeah, uh, right off the bat. Uh, that's a very polarizing thing. To take note of because he is what I deem to be a very schlockmeister director. He makes very schlocky films, and but and like you know, if you're in the mood for it, it's perfect. If you love that, um, he sometimes veers out of the territory where I'm like comfortable with his movie making. But I think he's generally speaking a pretty competent you know director. It's just he he has a lot of signature things that he does that i just uh, i, I kind of like get on my nerves because right? mm, okay. he's um he has like that very juvenile perverted sense of humor i mean i love that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that is like my that's the basis of like my whole personality outside of this podcast <laughs> sure okay yeah fair, fair enough but um yeah like looking back on uh, the movies that we talked about of his like City Hunter. Oh my god, City Hunter is like the worst example of that. Like watching this film, like it's not that bad, but um yeah, like there's a lot of Wang Jing-isms in the film. So you know, like the movie's fine all, all in all, but I, every once in a while I'm like, "Oh, that's a very Wang Jing thing." Like I'm watching on screen and it gets on my nerves. So, I <laughs> I would say this is probably one of the more toned down films I've seen from him. Mm -hmm. minus like the action because the action is directed by Corey Yuan but I don't know mm -hmm. how much involvement Wong Jin has and in Wong Jin movies he tends to go pretty over the top with the action as well so that's why I, I kind of like his films um, uh, I noticed that there isn't any misogyny in this film actually he tends to have that a lot in some <laughs> of his movies but there is reverse rape or rape of a man in it so I guess that's where that would come in but it's played for yeah. laughs but that doesn't make it any better <laughs> <laughs> well i guess not um yeah I, I mean we talked to death about the the dubbing right that doesn't help at all so i'm very curious like what the if we're missing out on the tonality of the original version um because if you really break it down to the story and what the characters are trying to do i mean it seems like they're trying to take it more seriously but then the man the voiceover work is just so over the top and awful sometimes like it makes the more serious moments comedic <laughs> it's like no that's not intentional but maybe it is because it's Wong Jing and he, I feel like he doesn't really take his movies too seriously I, I feel like the play the players the actors are pretty much playing it straight so I would want mm -hmm. to imagine in the original it's 
it's half I mean Jet Li's character and if anything oh, yeah. is most definitely playing a straight. I think some of the other actors are probably having fun with it like the female character Red Bean because she's kind mm-hmm. of aloof, she's a little silly at times. And then because we do have children in this movie, it's you can you can tell there's going to be some lightheartedness in it. Yeah. But man, yeah, yeah. Jet Li is just a sack of potatoes. He is <laughs> It looks like he's just not having fun. Because yeah, he has he's always grimacing throughout the well, whole movie. Well, that could be because he's got the evil eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got the evil eyebrows, and he just has no personality. Like, yeah, he just has no emotion. Even e- dub, you know, regard regardless of the dub, you can see he is mm. not emoting at all. <laughs> like, there's just nothing. There's just nothing there. And I I have a feeling like in if you listen to the Cantonese version, maybe. He's probably just spouting the lines and like that's it. Yeah, I'm curious if that's the case. I mean, that also extends to his son, who played played by Mao Xie, who was also in My Father's a Hero. Um, right? Yeah, My Father's a Hero. Yeah, My Father's a um, Hero. Yeah. yeah, but in, at least in that film, he was like emoting. <laughs> like both, all the characters had a lot more personality to them, uh, and. I mean, at least we get the, these two pairing up together. And it's strange that the Mao Xie, who plays his son, actually gets equal uh, equal uh, screen time with him in terms of the action. And he, Mao Xie looks great. You know, he's, he, oh, yeah, again, we, yeah. we said this last time, too. But he's, he's phenomenal when we watch him on screen. This might be like the second, third time we talked about him on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like a phenomenal child martial artist. Um, and you know, like this movie, at least re- spends a good considerable amount of time, like showcasing like what he can do, and it doesn't really downplay it at, at all. You know, like a lot of movies we watch with children uh, fighting, like the, the adult actors have to kind of pull their punches or or whatnot. But Mao Xie, like he's really like in there. <laughs> like the choreography is like all full blast, and he's keeping up with Jet Li, so that's really impressive. Right. Okay. Before we get into the action. What's sure. the story, Will? What is... Well, no, does, I was going to do that matter? to you. No, I was going to do that to you. I don't want to talk <laughs> about the story. Uh, uh, all right. Well, it's another Qing Dynasty story, right? Mm-hmm. Every every movie that talks about the Qing Dynasty is always about how the government is cracking down on uh, potential rebellion. So, in the beginning of the movie, Jet Li's whole... <laughs> God, I just remember what happened here. <laughs> Jet Li's whole family is... Burnt, murdered and burned his whole village is uh, is you know uh, basically pillaged and he's the only survivor and he sees his son there his like infant child and he he asks him a point blank question he's like do you want to live or do you want to die and, and he's like on the fence about actually killing him or not um but somehow uh, well the, he the gives him chooses... this, he gives him this weird decision like oh if you choose the sword, you'll live a life with me, and you, if you choose the rocking horse, I'll send you to hell with your mother, or something yep. like that. Yep, yep. Very, very what a, what a choice. I know, for I know. A, <laughs> For a six-month-year-old. Um, and, yeah, well, okay, so that sets it up so that he, uh, well, he has a bounty on his head uh, with his son as his son grows up to be a little bit older, Oh boy, the movie actually goes in many different directions from this point on. So there is a former village mate of his uh, who betrayed him, played by Chang Hua Ji. Uh, he he is 
hell-bent on trying to capture Jet Li or kill Jet Li and Mao Xie. And But there's also, like, this... But there's a side there's plot also going Lord. on. Yeah, 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 the side plot. Uh-huh. I was gonna say so. The, so I think the the main story arc is there is a map that leads to I guess some great treasure that the yeah. Shaolin monks hid by drawing the map on five different young boys, and the government is looking for them. So what happens is Jet Li becomes a bodyguard for. Some dude, some lord, yeah, some mm-hmm. lord, and then the little boys, the five little boys, they escape to uh, the son of the lord, who they're all like friends with, and they hide out there. And that that's kind of you know the main crux of the story, you know, like the the boys hide out, and then obviously eventually they get found, and like calamity ensues. Mm-hmm. But then there is another side plot with this woman and her mom they uh, are they are swindlers uh, mm-hmm. so the they pretend that the mother is dead and the lord offers to marry the woman and pay for the mother's funeral and adopt her into his home you know because he's marrying her and then there's strife there because jet Li is hired as a bodyguard but he's on to her being a swindler so Mm-hmm. You know, like there, he's trying to kind of expose her, and she's trying to kind of annoy him, and so there's comedy derived from that as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's yeah, actually the, a lot. There's actually a lot going. There's on. a lot of things going on in this movie. The, but when you movie, but when you watch it though, it's pretty. It's pretty straightforward. It's straightforward enough. I mean, every, at least they connect all the pieces together. I will say there isn't a single character in the whole movie I can latch on to. They there is a death that happens late in the film and i could not give a shit when it was <laughs> happening i just could not it was so dragged on and i thought it was it it felt like a parody well the dub the dub <laughs> does not help i i feel that maybe if we were listening it into the in the original language sure, it yeah. probably would have felt a little more genuine but right. as this character well it's kind of weird it's a one shot the camera doesn't break away from this long dialogue exchange of these of this one character dying and the other character embracing that that person and i'm sure it's meant to be sincere but the <laughs> acting of the voice actors or actresses does not help <laughs> no absolutely not and it doesn't help that again i can't blame it entirely on the voice acting although the voice acting doesn't help but i, I never felt like i was the movie was endearing me to those that character <laughs> Uh, I felt that character was kind of annoying at times. And I, again, I wasn't sure if that's because of the dub either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, the, the story... Okay, you, you basically mentioned like three subplots that kind of <laughs> meld together into one overall plot. Uh, it, it's pretty straightforward when you watch it, like how the movie unfolds. Um, a lot of things happen. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the action. Um, it's... <laughs> It's just like the right amount of over the top. It's it's yeah. very over the top at I, times. I love it. I love this movie <laughs> and its action. It's so bizarre, <laughs> very very bizarre. But it's so creative at times too. Sure. Like the, the first opening scene features mm-hmm. a giant wooden log, a flaming <laughs> giant wooden log yeah. versus a spinning spear. 
and mm-hmm. it's beautiful what they put on screen because it's just so ridiculous when you hear the term gravity defying sometimes it's kind of loosely thrown around but this literally is gravity defining oh in yeah what what is going on like no one could ever wield these weapons like this <laughs> i love how did you notice like jet lee is subtly superhuman in that he can just pick people up and throw them around with, <laughs> with like absolutely ease <laughs> like he's oh, burn, man, that... he's burning the bodies Mm-hmm. Like in the in the oh yeah, yeah just like and one he just, hand just he just one hand tosses one of the bodies into this huge wooden flaming pyre. I was like, uh, <laughs> okay, sure. Uh, yeah, well, he's he's just that much of a hero. Apparently, his character is based off of real historical figure, so I'm oh, sure God. the real person <laughs> in life could do all these things. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, this is no brainer of sure. Um, but yeah, there's like some mysticism that happens in the movie too because the main villain he essentially develops lizard skin I was gonna oh, I mean, say not really I was gonna say uh, nacho cheese face or something along the lines Doritos <laughs> well it's weird because Donnie Yen defeats Donnie Yen Chet Lee defeats Jet Li. him in uh-huh. the big, in the opening fight and he essentially becomes the reoccurring villain throughout the movie and when we meet him later, his face is melted. And apparently, mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was. Something with like a witch bringing him back to life yep. with poison or something like that. Like, how do yeah. you bring somebody back to life with poison? That the, isn't that the opposite? Aren't you just killing them with poison? Well, yeah, it, it's, yeah. Well, anyway, it, 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 so it, he, whenever he comes back, his face is like even more grotesque. Like at first it's like nacho cheese, <laughs> then it becomes like lizard uh-huh. and it's just like melted. It's like melted, <laughs> completely melted by the end. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, obviously his character, I mean, a lot of things about the movie go outside the realm of reality. Right. But mm. the fact that he's in, he's an invulnerable you know, killing machine, uh, you know, who's basically could just eat spear stabbings like with with ease is one thing but he's also the thing that actually took me out of the movie more than the other 50 things oh, that I, took know me out of the movie I know what you're gonna say i know what you're gonna say is the horse uh, the iron no horse. it's not a horse that is a fucking car okay but no but they call it an iron I know horse in they the movie do. i was like that it's is not... not a horse that is what so, is that so when the villain reappears and i mean yes this is not really a spoiler but like you need to see it to believe it when he reappears later in the movie his eye his iron horse which is literally a tinfoil car a giant (laughs) tinfoil car it literally bursts through the ceiling and lands in the middle of this room and just starts speeding all over the place and these like rapid fire cuts because they don't want to show it in too long of a take because you're going to see the tinfoil. Like, it's very, very obvious. <laughs> some parts are tinfoil and some are just, like, super yeah. thin aluminum sheets. Yeah. I, uh, that's that's what I expect from a Wang Jing production. Like, you know, he's, he knows how to take low budget and blow it up. And you still have a good time where you can kind of suspend your disbelief. But it's like, oh, God, what the fuck is that thing? It looks so cheap. I but- love it. I mean, I love it. I think... I think- <laughs> this film or like his his kind of sensibility with how silly it is it's just like right up my alley <laughs> yeah i mean the, okay so the movie is actually choreographed from Corey un um i mean i'm sure this i mean since there's so much wong jing isms in here too i'm sure wong jing had some had his hands in there as well um 
it's very wire fooey the whole movie um yeah. there are moments where it's a lot more grounded uh, in reality but for the most part lots of wire work like tons and tons of wire work especially when Mao Xie is doing one finger handstand push <laughs> <laughs> they're not push-ups because he's pushing himself so hard it's launching him into the air before coming back down and repeating explosive. the process okay explosive, explosive one finger handstand push-ups <laughs> oh my god fuck that <laughs> but he's like yeah. flo- he's floating he's floating so softly when he's doing yeah. this oh, and, and leave it to Wang Jing to leave all the the wires visible in every shot oh, like course. every okay. time you see the wires I'm like up oh, there it is i see it that just adds <laughs> to the charm but i, I yeah. it's weird like I, I tend to not really like uh some wire foo sometimes mm-hmm. but i think the way it's done in this movie because it's so over the top but it's so mm-hmm. creative like in how they use it because um i'm, I'm right. thinking to the last fight when it's uh jet lee and miyotse uh, they're fighting together with a spear there's a lot of wire work because they got to lift that kid up. And he's, like, yeah. kind of soaring around the screen. Jet Li's, like, throwing him. And they're balancing all over the place. Like, that's where it gets really creative, and I don't mind. Because, yes, they, they need to have a wire to hold that kid up to do some of the more, like, fantastical or, like, gravity-defying things. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, if they're not doing that with the children, it's clearly a dummy that they <laughs> use. <laughs> Especially in the opening fight scene, which I would love to talk about. Oh man! Um, so kids, kids fight in this actually. Yeah, so it's not yeah. just uh, Motse fighting like adults, like which which happens in a lot of movies when it's like a, a child martial arts actor in mm-hmm. there. Usually because you know, like you you can have the little kid fight the adult and like just hurt the adults, right? But mm-hmm. when you have kids fighting kids, there is that chance that the kids are going to hurt each other. So it's interesting that we actually have a child on child fight scene, like. Yeah. Motier fights multiple children. <laughs> yeah, and it's again, it doesn't feel like it's sh- that one was shying away from the like the action. Uh, it, it, the choreography really does feel appropriate. It could feel appropriate if a bunch of adults were doing this too. Like you, you see the kids actually like landing hits mm-hmm. on one another. So it, it's it's impressive in that regard. I just wasn't a fan of the movie, <laughs> like the story. Like yeah, I, I think. Um, I don't know. I, I wasn't too engaged with it, but I will give you give it to you that I think the action is because it's so over the top. It, it's enjoyable in that regard. Um, but man, there's a lot of action in this movie, like a, a ton of it. Like I, I don't even know how many fight scenes there are. <laughs> there's at least like eight of them. There, there's a there's <laughs> a bunch, and I don't think we have to go into detail on too much of it because it's weird. Like there's certain action scenes where, you know fights ensue but it's kind of really just moving the story along and we're not yeah. getting you know we're not really seeing choreography we're just seeing like mm-hmm. struggles or gently taking his wobbly spear and just smacking people <laughs> around and like that's the end of it or something like that yeah yeah um well i guess like with that said is there anything you want to talk about before we jump into the action like specifically no, I think we can go into the action. So, if you want to hear more, if you want to hear us break down the uh, ridiculousness of this really, really weird Wong Jing film, in addition to go into detail on the action of the many, many fight scenes that are scattered throughout this film, you know, you can follow us on Patreon and you can get the full, probably additional hour coming up soon. <laughs> probably most yeah, likely most likely yeah at we, the minimum yeah we generally go an, an extra hour into these things. yep 
and uh, then you can understand what we're talking about when we say there's a very disturbing scene when a child farts on a guy's face. Oh god! And it's it's so disturbing <laughs> nowadays when you're watching. Like, oh god, this needs to be scrubbed from the internet. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you can follow us all, all on Patreon. Fist to fail, uh, fist to fail. And um, yeah, with that said, let's let's talk about this. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're at the point where we give our recommendations, but there's a whole wealth of audio you would be listening to here if you follow us on Patreon. There you can listen to the entire episode, including an exclusive action breakdown of the fights in the movie. But you can still support us by liking us on all the things and watch this and other episodes on YouTube with visual cues to accompany our discussion. And now on to our final thoughts. But yeah, that... That is the, the legend movie. of the Red Dragon. Is that the name of it? The legend of Red Dragon. Oh, legend the of the Red, Red Dragon. Dragon. There you go. Yeah. Or, or this is also called the New Legend of Shaolin. Or, or. in the Philippines, Once Upon a Time in China Four. Because <laughs> oh, why <boy>. not? <laughs> why not? Sure, sure. Uh, Capital it has nothing to do with those movies, but okay. Anyways, um, uh, this movie's so stupid. It's enjoyable at times, but it's pretty stupid. <laughs> that's that's basically. I, I don't all know, I man. I, I love this movie. This was so <laughs> easy to sit through, so enjoyable. I don't, I don't care that the plot was dumb or that the the dubbing was bad because it just the the action is just so weird and over the top <laughs> and silly. Like it say it saves the movie, really. Like it, it's a shame that. The dubbing is not good, but sometimes the dubbing is so bad it's good because of the the action, the acting, and mm-hmm. it's a shame that Jet Lee just has no personality and is definitely yeah. not acting. But that's okay because it's not really about him. It's it's the wackiness of the fights and the inventiveness of what Kuo Yuan and Wang Jing have come up with, mm-hmm. where you have a man of rotting you know flesh which is really just like you know discarded <laughs> leftover pizza on his face <laughs> yeah. who's riding a, yeah riding around <laughs> in a metal i don't know like tricked out wheelchair <laughs> that they call a metal horse uh it's brilliant i don't know man i i kind of love this movie yeah oh man i there are things I like about the film, but I, I didn't. I definitely didn't as much get as much um, enjoyment out of it as you did. I kind of wish I did, but yeah, it, it's like it's not stupid enough for me. Where I'm like, yeah, like I, I, it's I like it. It's not stupid enough. Oh my god! Oh no, the movie's stupid, but like I, I think it got annoying at times too. Like some of the characters were, I, I just couldn't latch onto them. Like not even from a so bad as good standpoint. It's like I found the mother character really annoying. And um, overall, the characters themselves were not characters. It was just like one filler to get us from like one scene to the next. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I get that. I, I didn't yeah. mind, though. I didn't care about any of these characters, but that's fine because it the movie is so wacky that that was like yeah 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 i kind of i kind of want to say you can just watch the fight scenes without the movie i kind like because like that's where i got the most enjoyment out of the film just like how stupid those fights are Uh, i mean like it's borderline like it's creative at times and just silly at others but it finds this perfect blend 
but a lot of times it's like this is so stupid <laughs> like that it becomes like enjoyable uh whereas when it wasn't action it was i didn't really get as much uh enjoyment out of the film so yeah Sure. Sure. That, those are my. That's my sentiment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I did like the movie overall. You know, we mm-hmm. complained about the dubbing, obviously in the beginning. Oh yeah. That is a little distracting, but sometimes, uh, you know, Jet Li sounding like he can't remember his lines is kind of humorous <laughs> because of the mismatching, or they're trying yeah, yeah. to match the the lip movement. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, you kind of just have to sit through that. If if you're easily distracted. Or one of those people who was offended by dubs, and yeah, get ready to be annoyed with it. Uh, I yeah. didn't mind. I thought there, it was it was passable. So right, yeah, right. overall, the movie is a pretty high recommend for me. I really really enjoyed it. If you like, okay. you know, like if you like Wong Jing films, like this is definitely uh, an enjoyable one. And surprisingly, okay. no misogyny. <laughs> so that's a good <laughs> that thing. is a high bar that no misogyny bar but there is male you know there's a man getting potentially raped and then there is child ass <laughs> so, uh, so yeah you yeah. know pick your poison pick your poison <laughs> this, the kind of poison that makes you horny like the character in this movie no it's the kind of poison that brings you back to oh, life brings you back to life yeah. <laughs> as, as a decaying pizza guy <laughs> the pizza man <laughs>